welcome to the Live Healthy with Laura podcast, where being healthy no longer has to be so hard and dieting and restricting and stressing every day. Yeah, those are things of the past. Allow me to help you dive into freedom and apply simple, practical strategies to your life that will help you become the happy, healthy, and vibrant person you have always dreamed of being. Hope you guys are doing so well on this September day. I can't believe we're going to be hitting October here soon. Um, Fall is upon us. And actually, this principle number six, stop counting calories and just grab a salad plate, I think can really not come at a more ideal time with the uh, holidays coming up. Um, I think portion control is something that we all need to remind ourselves of at times. And I'm hoping today that... I'm able to just simplify this healthy living thing that much more for you. I'm hoping that if you're not already, um, you know, if you haven't already thrown out numbers, calories, macros, points, all the things, all the numbers, I hope today's podcast will convince you to do that. I really just can't stress how simple this concept really is. And once you get it, Oh my gosh, it's amazing how much better you feel, how much more energized you feel, how much flatter your stomach feels and your digestion is. I mean, going to be just running so much more smoother for you. It's, I mean, the the stomach, our stomach, okay, is our second brain. So it's actually shown like practicing portion control can give you a mood boost um, if you do it consistently. So, I mean, that's where a lot of our serotonin, our happy hormones made in the gut. So you know, anytime we can help our gut out, it's going to help us in other ways as well. And it's going to give us, um, it's just going to give us that overall mood boost, but also we're going to feel better. So let's go back to the basics. Um, actually let's go back a hundred years ago. Seriously. I want to talk about a hundred years ago, back to our ancestors. And I know we've already spoken about our ancestors in the past couple podcasts, but I think they were doing something right. And so, Okay, 100 years ago, our ancestors' size of their average dinner plate was the size of our current uh, salad plate, (laughs) like the average salad plate. And ironically, um, all of our waistlines, or I would say not all of our waistlines, but in in the the majority in the U.S., we'll say, we've all, our waistlines have grown and so have our plates. So... Our plates have grown, our waistlines have grown, our portions have doubled in size. And you know, it's a it's a problem. And it's um it's one that, you know, it's it's easy portion control is something that has to be learned. It's something that I actually know a lot of people struggle with because of their childhood. You know, you hear just clean your plate, clean your plate. And I actually think there's so much danger in, you know, in this rule because you know, when we teach our kids from a young age, or if it's, you know, ingrained in us from a young age to clean our plate, what are we not doing? We're not asking our body if we're full, we're not tuning in. And we're just, again, going back to robot mode. So hopefully something that I say today will help you. If you're not, you know, if you haven't already stopped counting calories, I hope today will convince you to do so. All right, so I want you to do something for me wherever you are. Obviously, if you're driving your car, don't take your hands off the wheel, but maybe at the next stop, stoplight. Um, make a fist, and then I want you to look at that fist for a minute. <clears throat> okay, so 
that fist is about the average size of, that's the size of your, the average stomach, adult stomach. Um, if it were not to be, if it weren't to be stretched. And so I think that's kind of shocking to a lot of people because we kind of, I mean, I know back in the day, I used to think a stomach was like a watermelon shaped organ, like a large organ. And it's actually really not. The problem is mo more times than not, it's stretched. Um, that's where that bloated look comes from. That's why, you know, we have trouble buttoning our jeans, things like that. Um, we, uh, you know, our stomach is a flexible organ. So that that's good news and bad news. Unfortunately, when we overeat even one meal, when we, you know, stuff ourselves to the brim, it can take almost up to 72 hours to shrink our stomach back to the healthy, um, to a healthy size. And now on the flip side, from practicing even a couple days of portion control, we can actually really shrink our stomach back as well. So if it's been stretched consistently, even just practicing a day or two of portion control can really, really help. So if we know that the size of our stomach is the size of our fist, and we know our dinner plate is clearly much bigger, then I like to go with what I call the salad plate mentality. The salad plate, I don't even really like the word rule, but we'll just say, we'll call it for today's sake, we'll just call it a rule. But if you can, every single thing you eat can fit on a salad plate, you are doing a-okay. You're fine. That is, there's no need to count calories, weigh your food, measure your food. If it can fit on a salad plate, not obviously piled, you know, high, <laughs> five miles high or falling off the sides, but if it can fit on a salad plate, then you're not overeating. And I think that's so, that's just such a simple concept, right? Like, Oh, you know, how much do I eat? Um, but another thing, just think, hopefully our hands will never go anywhere. If you really want to get down to the nitty gritty and be a little more detailed, um, your, your meat is going to be, look at your hand again. It's the size of your palm, thickness of your palm. So, you know, if you're out to eat, you don't need a 10 ounce steak, split it down the middle, save half for, you know, lunch the next day. Um, you know, and then your your fruits and your vegetables are the size of your fist and your grains, your rice and your pasta, size of your fist. Um, your healthy fats um, or fats like butter or coconut oil, peanut butter, the size of a large thumb. Um, so, a, you know, a tablespoon for, for fat servings. Um, typically, peanut butter is two tablespoons. But anyways, you get the picture. So portions are not huge. <laughs> despite what America will tell you, despite what the average chain restaurant will present to you, um, portions are not that big, but unfortunately they've grown and I feel like they keep growing. So if we want to feel our best, if we want the benefits of healthy digestion and that, you know, happy mood that comes with it, and we want to feel confident and be able to zip our pants and not feel, um, you know, not feel just bloated and worn down, then we need to practice portion control, especially, you know, if we are trying to lose weight. Again, I don't want you to obsess. That's the last thing I want you to do. But we have to be disciplined in this way a little bit. We really do need to know what a portion looks like and we do need to practice portion control. Now, a couple little statistics. It takes 21 days for your brain to click into a habit. I think I've said that before. So the first three weeks of doing anything are they're gonna kind of not be fun, okay? But after you've hit the three week point, 
you might really notice that it's not as difficult as it began, you know, as it was when you began. Number one. Number two, it takes your brain, and this is really important, 20 minutes to register a meal. So what that means is if you are um, eating all of your food within a 10 minute period, which will say, hello, I'm a busy mom. I get it. Okay. It's not always possible to sit down and eat within 20 minutes. But if just say you are eating within 10 minutes and then you want to go grab seconds, um, just keep in mind your brain has not been able to register that you ate that meal yet. So I always challenge my clients. I say, pick one meal a day, the slowest time of the day. Hopefully you have a time of your day. You should be, <laughs> hopefully everybody can do this at least once and look at the clock. So from the second that you take your first bite, um, you know, like till the time you end eat, you know, you're finished eating, look at the clock. If it's not the full 20 minutes, then wait the full 20 minutes before grabbing seconds. Nine times out of 10, my clients notice, and I'm sure you will notice, that you're actually not hungry and you actually are glad you did not go back for more. Now, I want to share something. I've had this said to me many times, and I it's actually a really good question. You know, Laura, how am I going to be full off of one salad plate worth of food? That's not a lot of food. And you're right, it's not if, dun, 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 you're not grazing. We talked about eat small, eat often. Here's the key. You want to check yourself before you wreck yourself, meaning you don't want to let yourself get too hungry. If you implement, this is why I'm teaching all 10 principles. They need to be applied together. If you implement the last principle of eating smaller meals throughout the day, say, you know, you get to dinner, but you had a snack at three o'clock or three 30, that salad plate worth is, is totally, totally doable. Um, that's a good amount. Because you're not so hungry, you can eat everything but the kitchen sink. You are able to make um, good judgment calls. And um, you're not, again, you're not uncomfortably hungry. So the goal of the grazing lifestyle, again, is to eat twice as often, but half as much. So the salad plate worth. Um, and then again, we want to make sure we're chewing our food properly. So back to the basics. If we you know, want to lose weight, we want to keep our metabolism up, then, you know, eating more often is the key, but we have to really make sure we're listening to our body. Now, the Okinawans, here's a fun little fact, Okinawans, they're the longest living people on earth. They're the centurions, I can never pronounce that, centurions, whatever. They live past 100 very often. This is like something very common in their culture. And so they're the healthiest people on earth. So I like to take all the notes we can from them. And they have a saying called, um, or a mantra, I guess. It's hurrah, hachi, boo. And what that basically means is they, number one, tune in, okay? They don't treat their body like a robot. They actually ask their body questions. And they stop eating when they're eight tenths full, when they're satisfied. So... When they're satisfied, they put their fork down. That could mean that there's three bites left and that's that's fine. Um, they're not gonna keep eating just because it's there. Um, you know, again, tuning in is so important. We're gonna be talking about this later. I mean, I, there's so many variables to tuning in that I wanna teach you because if you can learn to listen to your body, your everything you're striving for, health and wellness-wise, fitness-wise, 
oh my gosh, it will skyrocket because your body wants to do good things for you. But again, so often we're just shutting it out. So yeah, so they stop when they're satisfied. By the time you actually are full, you've kind of already stretched your stomach a little bit. Just keep that in mind. You want to be comfortable. You want to say, you know what? I feel, I feel pretty good. I'm going to leave a bite on my plate. In fact, I challenge every client of mine, and I do this myself, to leave one bite. And this might sound so silly because it's just one bite. Like, what's that going to do for me? It's not about calories. It's not about anything like that. It's about, it's psychological. It's just, if you've had it ingrained in your brain that you have to eat a certain amount of food placed in front of you, it's reversing what you've been taught. And it's so powerful. It helps you learn to tune back in. Like, you know, oh, I, I'm staring at this bite. I don't need to finish it. This is okay. I'm allowed to finish my meal right now. I'm allowed to be done. Um, and when you do that, and hopefully you're teaching your kids to tune in, you know, we kind of have like, not, I wouldn't say, I don't like, you know, I want to say rules. I don't like too many rules around food, but um, we have this thing we do with our kids where if they want dessert, that's that's fine, but they at least need to eat half their food. If they don't want to eat half their food because they are not that hungry that night um, or they really don't like what I cooked, which does happen. It's a struggle sometimes. <laughs> kids can be picky randomly. Um, then that's fine. They just don't need to go get something sweet afterwards, but I don't ever make them feel like they have to finish, you know, their food. Um, for mommies with kids, I do recommend if you can having them at least try one or two bites of everything on the plate, just because our taste buds do change about throughout our life. And so it's important to, um, expose our little ones <clears throat> to, um, different foods and food groups. So that way they can go about their life when they're older, you know, not afraid to try new things and hopefully um, eating balanced. So, okay, so when we're looking at our plate, we wanna make sure that it's the size of a salad plate um, it, it, when we're looking at what we're eating. Now, granted, you're gonna go, you know, there's gonna be places you're gonna be and there's not a salad plate available. That's okay, take a mental picture of it. You know about how far and in, many inches it is in diameter. And you know, if you're driving down the road and the only place you know to eat for miles and miles is a subway, cool. A 12 inch is not gonna fit on a salad plate, a six inch would, like boom, done. If you're out to eat and you're going out for Italian and it's a huge plate of pasta, before you touch your food, this is key, before you touch your food, ask the server for a box and split it down the middle. Put it away, put it to the side. Um, I have a lot of clients do this and it makes a huge difference for them because let's be real, you know, if, if, if you're trying to be healthy and you don't want to overeat, but the food's sitting right in front of you and you're relaxed and you're at a restaurant, you're probably going to finish the whole thing. Um, and now back to 80, 20, I want to <laughs> hone this in one more time that I'm not, the goal is not perfection. And listen on date night, girls night or whatever is my 20 night for the week. I will probably have more than I typically would eat like in one sitting at home. And I'm not, again, I'm not aiming for perfection. I'm gonna let loose a little bit, relax and enjoy myself. So again, it's not what you do, you know, once in a while or once a week, it's what you do every day. So again, if you're starting your day eating a healthy breakfast and then you're eating a smaller little, like something small between lunch and dinner, breakfast and lunch, lunch and dinner, you can totally apply this principle and I just want you to try it because if you struggle with bloat, if you struggle with digestion, if you're struggling to lose weight, 
I'm telling you that this is key, not just to, uh, you know, when I say flat stomach, not just for the, not external, not just for you to feel like you look better in your clothes, but for you to feel better. Nobody feels good bloated. Nobody feels good when they overeat. Um, and, you know, the way to kind of gauge it is, you know, ask yourself how you feel after each meal. Like, are my light, am I feeling energized, light on my feet, or am I feeling weighed down? How do you feel the next morning? You know, when you wake up, do you feel energized, light on your feet, or do you feel weighed down? Um, you know, it's back to tuning in. Um, now, again, there, I want you to tune in in this sense too that. There are going to be days, especially females, hormones, pregnancy, PMS, what, you know, menopause that, you know, you have, not just females, males have, you know, cravings too, but there might be something or some day that your body's asking for more food for whatever reason. Maybe you were more active. Um, maybe it's some time of the month where your metabolism is just naturally a little higher and um, around ovulation, for instance, women get more hungry. Listen to your body. Look, if you're still hungry after those 20 minutes, go grab a little bit more. It's not a problem. The The goal is, though, is that you're learning to tune in consistently. You're learning to, you know, not shut your body out. And, you know, again, you're learning to reverse maybe what you've been taught as a child, that what's in front of you has to be gone. Um, and so, you know, again, we have to stop with the numbers. We have to... When people say I'm counting my macros, I'm counting my points, I'm counting, what if I wanted to sit down and eat all my points in one sitting? I mean, I could overeat and still be, you know, eating the right amount of points or, you know, macros, like we don't want to eat all of our food at once. We don't want to, you know, that's why who cares how many calories or numbers or macros or points. If you're overeating, if you're stretching your stomach, you're stretching your stomach. I could eat six apples and it's still, you know, just because they're apples are good for me doesn't matter. I'm still stretching my stomach. You know, the point is, the goal is, is to keep our stomach at the healthy, the size, the size that it's meant to, to be at. And you're going to feel so good when you practice this. Um, in fact, you're going to notice that the more you do this, the less desirable it is to overeat like ever. I mean, ever, even on Thanksgiving, like I want my big, you know, I'll have my plate of food. I'll eat all my mama's cooking and my mother-in-law's cooking, but I do stop myself now. Whereas back in the day when I was, you know, super obsessive around food and restricted, I would feel the need to binge and I would feel the need to overeat because, you know, I knew it was like another year until I could <laughs> eat the Thanksgiving plate again. But now it's like, I love feeling good and I've, I've honed into that where I know the feeling of feeling bloated and worn down and it's not something I want to, you know, <laughs> I want to go back to. So, hey, look, if you really love it and it's Thanksgiving with the holidays coming up, make yourself a plate of leftovers and eat it later. It does not have to be done, you know, all in one, one sitting. So just to recap, when you practice portion control, you will have better digestion, okay? Your body can actually handle the proper, you know, the amount of food you've given it. Um, you're not gonna be weighed down, constipated, bloated, gassy. Better mood, again, this is something that's just not talked about, but your brain is very strongly connected to your gut. So it is not all in your head, <laughs> all puns intended. If it's not all in your head, if you feel irritable when you feel constipated or you feel blue 
when you feel gassy. It is, it is very, it makes so much sense because again, your happy hormones, a lot of them are primarily made in your gut. So you will actually feel happier when you practice portion control. Um, better energy, okay, when we're not dealing with such a heavy glucose spike that's going to lead us, um, you know, end up lead it, leaving us feeling down in the dumps and crash, and crashing and burning and just exhausted and ready to take, you know, that post-Thanksgiving nap. Like, we are going to feel good. We're going to feel light on our feet. And honestly, yes, weight loss, if we're going to get down to any numbers, you will naturally lose weight by practicing portion control and tuning in. And again, you're eating. It's not that you're skipping meals. No, you're doing the opposite, but you're just not eating so much at one time. You're, you know, you're eating smaller meals throughout the day. Um, you know, I have a lot of clients, they'll make a big breakfast. They'll finish it a couple hours later. Same with their lunch. You know, they'll finish it a couple hours later, you know, snacks, do not necessarily have to be, you know, a snack bar or peanut butter and an apple. It can be leftovers. Like you can save what you're not eating at one meal and use that to graze off of in a couple of hours. So it's not that you have to always cook or you have to, you know, it's really simple. Truly. Again, if you're at a restaurant, boom, you already have lunch the next day. I mean, it's very, uh, it's very doable. And I, I just can't wait for you to try it because if you can apply these principles together, you know, we're going to be eating smaller meals throughout the day. We're getting our metabolism up and we're running, you know, up and running. Um, and then you can implement portion control on top of that. And then you can also tune into your body and leave a bite or two on the plate when you feel like you don't need it. Listen, if you do that every single day times 365 days, you will be a different, happier, healthier, more energetic more glowing person in a year. So just trust me on this and, you know, baby steps, the goal is not perfection, but yeah, try it tonight. If you're eating dinner uh, with your family, look at the clock. 20 minutes is the goal. And hey, if you know, you might find yourself um, wanting seconds, but being glad you waited. So anyways, always a joy and a pleasure to talk to you guys. Um, and Big shout out to everybody who has um, shared my podcast recently. It's meant the world to me. Um, please feel free to keep sharing it on social. Um, just tag me under Live Healthy with Laura. I want to get the word out and I want to keep getting information to people and encouraging them to uh, break up with dieting, live their best life. Um, the holidays are coming. So I just want this to be the best um, Christmas season for you, winter season for you. And I just want you guys to start 2023 off with a bang feeling better than ever. So anyways, I'm excited to chat with you guys on principle number seven. Um, we're getting to the end here pretty soon. And then we have so many more, so many more topics. So I will chat with you guys next week and stay tuned for us, uh, lots more info and some tips coming your way. Thank you so much, friends, for tuning in today and spending some time with me. I hope that you loved this episode, and I hope that you will pass it along to a friend, maybe via text or social media. Feel free to tag me at live underscore healthy underscore with underscore Laura. Also, feel free to check out my blog. Um, that's www.livehealthywithlaura.com. Um, and all three of my books, which are now available on Amazon and wherever books are sold. And if you really love this episode, I love hearing feedback. So send me a message or uh, leave me a review and I hope to catch you next time. Bye.